It's my favorite Old Testament caricature. And I pick on it a lot because I think it's so stupidly wrong. And this is the caricature that God is an angry God in the Old Testament. And that he has blessing and he wants to give it to people, but he can't give it to them unless they are good little boys and good little girls. And since they are not good little boys and good little girls, God will instead be angry with them and curse them and send them away from his presence and not give them anything good or anything life-giving. Now that's a caricature. That's a way that people understand God in the Old Testament. Uh, and I think it's a caricature that a lot of people believe. As if you think that the blank page between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the blank page between Malachi and Matthew is kind of like an intermission where God walks off the stage and then he comes back in the New Testament and all of a sudden he's loving and kind and gracious and merciful, uh, kind of swapping his character like John Travolta and Nicolas Cage in Face Off, that wonderful 90s action movie. But that is not what God is like in the Bible at all. If you have a look at today's Psalm, Psalm 130, you'll see that God in the Old Testament, in the heart of the Old Testament, he is merciful, he's forgiving, he's full of unfailing love and full of plentiful redemption. So let's have a read of Psalm 130. Out of the depths, I cry to you, Yahweh. Yahweh, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Yahweh, keep a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you, there is forgiveness, so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for you, Yahweh, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in Yahweh, for with Yahweh is unfailing love. And with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all of their sins. So a couple of things I just want to point out. Uh, firstly, the story, the, the psalm begins with, Out of the depths I cry out to you. So this is a picture of somebody in the depths of the ocean and they're in a helpless situation. This is a person who, like Ephesians says, is dead in their sins. And I think this psalm is so relatable for us because unlike a lot of the Psalms where the enemy is, well, the, the problem is a physical enemy or it's, a, it's an inability to get somewhere and to do something. Here, the, the, the bad guy or the circumstance or the, the terrible situation that this Psalm writer finds himself in is um, helpless in sin, which is a, a situation that we can all um, resonate with apart from Christ. We are dead in our transgressions. We are helpless in our sin. But the beautiful picture here is that we can cry to God for mercy and there is forgiveness with our God. Another thing I wanted to point out, verse 4, with you there is forgiveness so that we can, with reverence or with fear, serve you. Notice here that God's forgiveness is what leads to our fear of him. So to fear the Lord is not to be afraid of him because he is unpredictable and calloused. No, he forgives us so that we can fear him, so that we can serve him and treat him with fear, which is the way that we should treat him, according to the Proverbs. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to point out is that we wait for the Lord. Notice he says, I wait for the Yahweh, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope, I wait for the Lord, more than a watchman waits for the morning, more than a watchman waits for the morning. 
See, this is the waiting. This is waiting on forgiveness from God, but it's not waiting like waiting for a bus that you aren't sure is ever coming. No, this is waiting like a watchman waiting for the sunrise. And have you ever noticed something about the sunrise? It always comes. That's the beauty of this picture. The sunrise always comes. God's forgiveness is as reliable as the sunrise. And so the the forgiveness of God is reliable in that sense. It's predictable. And we, uh, as people who live this side of Jesus, we don't actually have to wait for God's forgiveness. Because as the psalmist looks forward in time to the death of Jesus, which brought about forgiveness for all sin, we look back on that event. It's behind us in history. We're privileged like that. The death has already achieved forgiveness for us so that we come to God and confess our sins to him, knowing, as John says, that God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God is not different from the Old Testament to the New Testament. The blank page between the Old Testament and the New Testament is not an intermission where God goes and changes his character. God has always been loving. He's always been merciful, forgiving, full of unfailing love and plentiful redemption. Now go and enjoy that in your day.